challenge the gods in the mythic odysseys of Theros. This iconic Magic the Gathering world is now a D&D campaign sourcebook, filled with mythical monsters, epic stories and the weapons of the gods. Play as new races such as the Satyr and Leonin and choose from a selection of supernatural gifts to make your characters unique. Forge your legend with new subclasses including the Oath of Glory Paladin and the College of Eloquence Bard. Discover a land shaped by deities and the deeds of heroes in the Mythic Odysseys of Theros. Hello and welcome to another episode of Silver and Steel right here on D&D Beyond. We are so excited to hang out with you today. Yeah, this is a D&D 5th edition campaign that uh, the people keep asking me the setting of, so I'm going to give you the answer. I kind of am just making things up as I go. Our touchstones are uh, The Witcher, Monster Hunter, probably a little bit of Okami in there too, because those are like my favorite things, and I hope they're your favorite things as well. Oh, and as B-Day very cleverly pointed out, a lot of Miyazaki is thrown in as well. <laughs> Uh, but before we get started, let's meet our wonderful cast of players. B. Dave, take it away. Who are you and who do you play? Hello, uh, B. Dave Walters. I say words about things. Uh, this week, I'm playing uh, Trovis as a part of D&D Live, the falsely accused Dragonborn who needs your help escaping from prison. So uh, look at the uh, reality RPG stuff that is rolling out as a part of D&D Live. You can find me at B. Dave Walters and anywhere fine streaming content can be located. Very nice. Lauren, why don't you take it away next? Hi, I'm Lauren Urban. I'm the community manager for D&D Beyond. Today, I am playing a Warforged Rogue. This weekend, I will be on the Straticus charity game 24-hour stream of amazement. And I don't know who I'm playing yet, so you'll just have to come and donate and find out. I like that you said that like you're a casting message. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like I threw a like a of... telegram is where my brain went, but yeah, yeah same yeah. deal. Yeah, yeah, it's rewired her brain a little bit. Listen, sendings are hard. <laughs> Todd, who are you and who do you play? I'm Todd Kenrick, and I play <laughs> Averin. And I bought myself a Tesseract. Yay! Yes, tesseract. you did, honey. I'm very That's proud it. of you. That's a really good book, too. I remember it being one of the first science fiction books I ever read. Oh. Hashtag treat yourself. Yeah. It was the Tesseract. Yeah. <laughs> also, I kind of want it to be a children's book now. Todd and his Tesseract. Aww. Does he do good things or bad things with it? Yes. (laughs) Accurate to me as a child. In that case, I feel that Todd should be a raccoon. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Raccoon. I mean, it's Irish for fox, but we can we can we can we can move that around. (laughs) Um, and Megan, who are you, and who do you play? Hey, I'm Megan Kenrick. I'll be playing a level four alchemist artificer, and I have a spicy rock now, so I can cook wherever I go as long as I can find a way to hold on to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't really and, know. Don't really know how I'm going to do that yet. And you definitely can actually use it. It's basically the way I have it head cannoned. It's the spell for bonfire, produce bonfire, but you you can use it as like a stationary object. Oh my god, I love you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's basically a hot plate, a magical hot plate. I love it. <laughs> and I guess that leaves me. I'm that bronze girl. You can find me online doing stuff and things. You can also find me DMing this campaign. And with that, let's uh, let's get into it. I don't know, Will. I don't know yeah, about these countdowns, I, Will. No, yeah, We're that's very all, that was, profesh. Okay? They never work. Super, that was all on you. Yeah, that's absolutely. not on us. That's on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
we were speaking of professional we have some great uh fan art to show off today before we start playing the game Yay. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Chibi Freely. Oh. we have a chibi freely he's a chibi freely this is the same artist who did the chibi Avrin, which I think we have uh, post-it note size. Hey. There we go. I love it. Yeah, that's amazing. I feel I like a, like those are like actual dimensions for Freely, though. I mean, it's like that is not that is not an artistic <laughs> yeah. exaggeration. That's your headcanon. Yeah, that's yeah. what he looks like in here. That is true. Mm-hmm. Isn't Freely a playable character from Silver and Steel now on Idle Champions? <gasps> Isn't Freely a playable champion uh, character now on Idle Champions? He's a playable champion on Idle Champions. That uh, he's not out yet. We announced him this week. He's dropping very mm-hmm. soon. But yes, thank you for the seamless transition. I appreciate the assist there, Todd Kenrick. You're That's like so exciting! Now you congratulations, B Dave's lucky boy. You're like the John Stockton of of uh, hype. Yes, that uh, is a deep cut, John. Right? Yeah. I was a big John Stockton fan. The, yeah, you know, the solid fundamentals. Uh, yes, you you can. My my lucky boy. Literally, if you're familiar with Idol Champions, I won't nerd out too much about the mechanics, but he literally makes everyone else luckier by being around. So that's Ooh. my lucky boy can join your heroes very soon. I'm excited I, to have him in my yes. formation with Averin and Briv. And... Very useful champion to have. Yeah. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. And with that, let's get into the game. So uh, when last we left our heroes, they had just gone to City Hall, where uh, Averin made a pretty compelling case for uh, turning Daisy into a warlock. His logic was probably heavily flawed, but the way he said it was very attractive, and that worked to his favor. <laughs> because the council decided not to take any punitive measures against him at this time. However, they did say that he has to uh, receive some training from Daisy's mom, who is studying God knows what at a nearby chapel. So we'll see how that goes. But more importantly, today, our adventurers are going to embark on a late night hunting session uh, with their newfound friend, who is a married, a, a water creature slash elemental. Oh, they also uh, broke into Shaxana's house and found some interesting items and also met Shaxana's partner and uh, mm-hmm. her dog, Potato. Bonnie and, and Potato. Potato. Yeah, and fell in love with all of them. And yeah, we basically, we, we love them now and, and their dog. <laughs> <laughs> I love that name. Potato is the best. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you also hung out in uh, Salome's lab. Yep, and uh, got tutored ourselves about the continent you're on. And she said she would help fashion a way for us to breathe underwater. So this is not a very short mission. Yes, she did. <laughs> and so uh, you had just reconvened near the steps or the porch of Bonnie's humble little house. Actually, it's not that humble. It's pretty nice for this village. How would you like to proceed? Yes. Uh, had Averin joined us? Because I know Sophias had arrived. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Sophias arrived because she was running. And you see Averin mm-hmm. coming towards you from a few feet away, walking probably at a much more relaxed, leisurely pace. <laughs> and is Daisy, I... is Daisy still around or has she gone back with her mom? Yes. Daisy gave you the spicy rock and um, promptly decided to go her own way. Okay. She says to all of you, I better go before my mom blows up hanging out with you. Thank you, Daisy. That was so heroic of you. I yeah, I don't, I don't know how I will ever pay you back for this. Well, I mean, money is nice. Uh, Avon, do you have any money? 
Yes, but money, I have money is always nice. Because Listen, just if I don't... have money, I could buy maybe like a taffy, a saltwater taffy. Maybe I could buy a whole foot of it. Maybe I could yet eat all that if I could buy a foot of saltwater taffy. I, I'm more and more impressed with this child every time that we meet her. Avery, you've made a very good choice. Some people think I can't eat that much. They say I got a tummy ache. I think I could. I think Do I just we have, have to have enough money to try town? it one time. Uh, uh, okay. It's okay. All my teeth are going to fall out before I grow up. So it's okay if they get rotted. That's, While she's talking, accurate, I'm just... Yeah slowly hitting her with prestidigitation so she's less filthy and mending just like fixing her stuff like <laughs> wait wh why does daisy think that she's not gonna have teeth when she grows up goblins do they not all fall out they're my milk teeth learn something new every day right because uh, they fell out when i was a baby they're probably gonna fall out again that that's what happens with teeth works. they just no, get that's... recycling i'm pretty sure they okay. do i found shark teeth on the beach once and I think the sharks keep growing teeth, so I probably keep growing up toe because mine are pointy like that. Ah, uh, that is half so, right. That is exactly half right. Yeah, yeah, so they'll probably just keep growing back. So if they, so yeah, people tell me you can't eat a foot of taffy because you'll get a tummy ache. I've never had enough money to try it, but I think if I try it, I could do it. I feel it in my plums. I feel it deep down in my bowels. I feel like oh. I could do it. Well, okay, you you deserve all the all the salt water taffy that you want, Evren. You. Do you have any money to give? Yeah, her you for... should give me money. Sure, Avrin. I mean, you gave her a cursed power. Why not a pound of taffy? Sure. Oh no, no, no. Message received. Thank you very much. Um, yes. So, uh, I am first going to give you a handkerchief for your nose. Why? Uh, no reason. And second of all, I'm uh, here's a bag. I, I I give her a tiny leather pouch. Does it have anything in it? Yeah, it's ten gold. <gasps> This is so much money. She like grabs it and you see it disappear before your very eyes. <laughs> Almost like with a sleight wait, of hand. It's like wait, there Adrian, and it's gone. those did not look like normal coins. What did you just give her? I just gave her gold. She's very sweet. I didn't have money growing up. So this is a big deal. Okay. And yeah. I'm not I'm concerned about the value of the money that you just gave I'm her. Gonna I'm going to buy a pony curious. and I'm going to name it Bananas. Okay. Well, maybe uh, ask your mother first. Uh, um, if you should buy a pony, I'm definitely gonna buy one. You know what? Don't ask. Just get. I'm gonna hide it in the woods. I wouldn't do that. You want your? Pony. I'm gonna put brambles in its hair so nobody touches it. But that is me. We're gonna go on adventures. Uh, if you put brambles in its hair, it will hurt. It will hurt bananas. Also, it, are you sure hurt, about that? It might hurt the little horsey. You should actually, not actually. If you buy a horse which you shouldn't do, but here we are. Uh, we can just talk to it and ask it what its name is. That is a, that is something we're capable of. What? But what if I of. wanted to name a Bananas? It would uh, probably be wanted okay to, with being called Bananas. Name you Bananas. Your name's Daisy. That's a pretty great name. I'll probably be okay with I agree. It. I think that's a it's, fantastic name. Just make sure that when well, you when you adopt the horse, make sure you are taking names. care of it properly. Hey, I'm happy to be the knight of metal, shiny metal like gold. So, you know, maybe Bananas will be happy to get a new name from you, too. I think so. Well, thank you for the money. I'm going to go now. Daisy, would you make, uh, would you do something for me? And if you do buy that much taffy and eat it all, would you come back and tell me what it tastes like? And I will pay you for your time. Oh, yeah, I'd love to do that. I'll tell you, <laughs> I'll give you a full, all right, a full book about it. 
all right about the flavor and the taste and how my tummy felt afterwards. We're bribing children. How many times I had to go to the bathroom. I'll tell you all about it. That would be excellent. Thank you so much. That is the opposite of what is good. No, I just, okay. Oh, man. All right. I'm going to We're not bribing children. She is no. She, this is something she is going to do anyway, and I might as well uh, learn from her experience if I can. And if she has a poor experience, then writing the book report will help her remember to not do that again. Freely, freely. Do you want a pony? Do you want me to get you a pony, freely? Do you want to give me? Do you want me to get you a freely pony? Is He's my... making that same noise that you were making when you were talking about uh, petting the puppy. Is that a normal thing up here? You said that people tend to do that to you and you are unhappy when that happens. Hey, Daisy, would you like another warlock lesson? (laughs) I would love one. Sometimes it is possible. Remember, I showed you that pew pew trick we could do, but sometimes you don't even have to do it. Sometimes you could tell somebody I lean in and I just whisper something in her ear that's just she can hear me, but I hit apron with vicious mockery when I do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, and words can hurt. See? Yeah, words can no, hurt. You should do that. That's what bullies do. Mm. It's only bully if they're bigger than you. That's true. Yes, that's Maybe. all. I don't, I don't really need to roll my damage. to. But why would you hurt the, their feelings when you could hurt their bodies with fire? Because if you're witty enough, you can hurt their body through their feelings. Oh. And then you don't leave any marks on them and you can get away with it. Bob says I should be nice to people. Mm, She says you shouldn't start fights, but you should finish them. So when people are mean to me and they're like, you're a style goblin. Daisy, my father taught me exactly the same thing. You You know? Don't start the fight, but you do have to finish it. Yeah, because if somebody hurts your feelings, those might never heal. But if you hurt somebody with a stab, then that'll heal in a couple weeks, maybe. Now uh, you have them in the right place. Exactly reversed, child. Exactly reversed. Like you just flip that on its head. No, I'm pretty sure I'm right. Yeah, I think she's right, too. And Daisy, I, I see you ending many fights in your in your lifetime. Oh, yeah. No, I'm pretty good. Once I had to fight a stray cat for a snack, I won. What was the snack? I'm not sure I want to share. It was pretty good, though. I'm afraid to know. It was a cupcake. It was oh, on the okay. right outside the baker's store. It was pretty good. The cat had already eaten half of it by the time I got to it, but I got it. This is a nightmare scenario for Avon because his heart is like growing 10, ten sizes larger. It's pretty great. So Sometimes you have size. to fight cats. People say cats are nice, but they're not. Some of them are rude. Do you have a way to get home? Because yeah, my mom is staying in the town. (laughs) She's gonna take me. Because I don't want you to just like go wandering across the wastes again. You know, we've been through that. Listen, that just happened one time because my mom has to work really hard to take care of us, so she can't always be there. And sometimes she tells me to stay home, and sometimes I listen. But you know, there are two people living inside Daisy's head, and one of them says, "Do what your mom says," and the other one says, "What?" The other other one's Avrin. Yeah, I know the other one's Avrin. I got it. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I'm going with the latter. I'm I'm gonna hit Daisy with message, Mm -hmm. so she'll hear me, and no one else will. Mm -hmm. I'm like Daisy. You are a hero now. You have powers and you have money that you can make a meaningful difference. Go home, help your mom, protect your family, be a hero. She nods and then she gets super close and almost wise like she puts her hands on either side of your face 
and she leans in super close and you can smell her breath and it smells like banana nut bread and something really sour. And she says, just remember, you can't use healing word on a heart. And then she removes her hands and walks away. I press to digitate the snot bubble off her face. <laughs> I slide freely in the back. See, she needs better warlock than you. That's why she's my number one warlock. Sophia's catches Averin feeling emotions and says, Averin, am I witness you caring about another human or another being? No. Nope. No I good. don't I don't believe you because yeah, she no. is she is quite lovable. Uh yeah, that's fine. She'll probably, you know, uh be uh, in goblin years, ninety years old in two days, and you know. So I do not think that is how that works. Yeah, it does, totally. All right. Uh, just uh, are we? We're hunting. We're hunting today. Are so, we not? so Bonnie was not troubled at all by what just happened with Freely and Callie being outside of her home. Like she, she's not suspicious about anything. No, uh, Freely like actually morning. rolled really well on his, uh, on his like sort of persuasion roll because basically he brought her dog to the front door as though it had gotten out and he was returning it. So she was more relieved than anything. That freely is a clever one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just to tell him. All right. Um, I've uh, changed my armor out, actually. It's a thing <laughs> I can do as the subclass. I, I have like an infiltrator mode where it's like very skinny armor that can actually hide underneath clothes because I don't think running around in chain mail underwater is going to like be a great idea for me. So <laughs> I've adjusted my armor accordingly. <laughs> So that I am not an anchor. Even right. your bones are heavy enough. Please do not make matters worse with your heavy armor. Do these yeah, no. changes to your armor also help with your ability to breathe under the water? No, not at all. Mm. Then that is still a problem that we need to solve for the three of you. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Well, we always do. I Everything mean, maybe always maybe, turns out. Maybe Hank will have something. I don't know. He seemed amphibious. Yeah. Well, we are meeting up with him to prove to him that we are worth being allies with. I would prefer to show up needing as little as possible. So if we can figure this situation out before we show up, I would be much more relieved. Well, we've already talked about creating some kind of device um, with the professor type. So we, we should drop by and see how she's doing. Maybe she's actually invented something. All right. We'll go back and talk to Sally. Salome. Okay. Yeah. So you head back to the inn. Do you just go? I, I would assume you walk upstairs. The the inn is pretty quiet this time of night. The nightcap really is only popular after work. And this is like probably winding into late afternoon with the amount of time that bureaucracy takes with the town hall uh, early evening. This is yeah, about lunchtime. Yeah, because we're supposed to meet Hank at midnight. So mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you go upstairs and, and Salome is is busy at work. She turned around and she says, yes, you're back. As promised. We are. Mm-hmm. Did you figure out our problem breathing I think water? I may have a solution. Okay. But I don't know if there's going to be a side effect. Please do indulge us. There's always one. Well, I was looking through some of my old scripts and I found something very interesting. Apparently, back in the day, the people used to use a local weed which would temporarily change your body's metabolism to be able to soak up oxygen out of the water around you. But sometimes Uh, it would have maybe some type of unforeseen effect. What were uh, these unforeseen effects? 
ah, well, uh, sometimes uh, you can have an allergic reaction, as it were, and maybe find yourself temporarily weakened. How weak are we talking? This is a village full of fishermen. If it was worth it, they all would do it and walk around on the bottom of the ocean picking up shells. So it must be terrible. Let's let's just skip it. It's actually used for pearl diving. Okay. What's the the side effects? Do you grow gills? Do you get a fin? Do you wake up and look like Averin, which would be the worst possible fate? Like, what is it? I'm objectively handsome. I think that's very rude. Uh, Objective is a strong word, as is handsome. Uh, Some people found that the sort of allergic effect they had led them to be temporarily weakened, as in they found themselves more vulnerable to attack for a small amount of time. Really? But only in rare cases when an allergic reaction happened. I don't know. It might not be that bad. Sometimes. Other people found that... Really? Sometimes vicious mockery doesn't hurt as much as meanness. Are those odds by chance one in four, Salome? Something close to that. Well, that's good because there's only the three of you that require this. And so hopefully it's... both of you, well, all three of you will be able to. Those aren't the worst odds. Those aren't the worst. Where can we acquire this local, local weed? Well, yes, and, how, and how long do the effects last? About two hours. Oh, and really, you're a lucky boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's now it's 50-50. Down, uh, to Given to time, I could maybe construct some sort of diving helmet, but I don't know if I could do it by midnight tonight. Yeah, I don't think also, that, that would Also, that would probably get in the way of everybody's facility to be able to move underwater. Uh, with two hours, do we want to try an experiment and see if any of you are going to suffer any of these effects before midnight? We don't have time for that. We need to go on this hunt thing. Listen, yeah. it's going to be fine. Nothing bad is going to happen. Everything's no. going to be fine. I literally hold up my mechanical hand and I'm like, no, there's no negative repercussions ever to any of this stuff. Where can we find the weed? That wasn't my fault. You it was touched not. a cursed item in a place that you probably shouldn't have touched it. Uh, that is incorrect. Um, it wasn't the cursed item that took my arm. It was the bag that you gave me that said you said was a solution, but that's okay. That's okay. That's cool. That's cool. That's sometimes, cool. That's cool. That's cool. Sometimes you have to throw... The arm out with the bathwater. That's that's a, that's old that's, Elvin that saving, is, saying. That is, yeah. that is not a saying at all. That's not. Nope. Um, nope. I've heard it multiple times. Uh, elves say oh. it all the time. Sometimes you have to throw the arm out with the bathwater, and uh, that's why you have no hand. But now you've got a sword in it, and that's really super. That's super cool. That right? is, it's, it's a very it long is, saying, but I will try to remember that. Thank you. Yeah, yes, you uh, you don't don't write that to your father, Kelly. Don't don't send that home. Don't don't send that home. Um, uh, wh- where where would you direct us to look for this wild growing weed? Well, I have a contact, I mean, but he's kind get, of terrible. If I'm being uh, honest, you have a weed hookup. <laughs> <laughs> you have a weed guy, an oxygen weed guy. Can you I please do. point us in the direction where we can find this person? And could you be more elaborate of why he is so terrible so that we can be prepared? Oh he's annoying. Is, is, he, is he going to show Very up? Very annoying. He's going to show up to our rooms and just oh, like, no. is hang he, out. Yeah, is he going to make us hang out with him and watch some stupid uh, film? Well, I don't know about or, all that. Or theater. The only reason he happened to come upon some is he's a bit of a florist. Okay. He goes in between different towns selling rare flowers. So when is he, is he going to be here tonight? I assume that's the whole point of this, right? He's here? I sent word to him. And yes, he has the pawn. That's what it's called. Okay, where do we find him? 
Yes, you're you're really beating around the bush here, Salome. Like I feel like you're building up to a dramatic crescendo of like, do we have to kill him? I don't get visitors all the time. <laughs> right. I'm like, I feel like there's a catch here that you've yet to reveal. Like, I mean, like you can you can get it from him, but you got to journey to the underworld, or like he's on a mountaintop and there's like an aggressive aggressive like griffin or something. Like, I mean, just just lay it all on us, Sa- well, Salome. Which- I, I promise you, we will definitely be back after this interaction. Sophia and I are utterly I'll fascinated by your depth then. of knowledge. He only accepts payment in the form of favors. Ah, there it is. And those favors take the form of musical performances. Ah! This is I thought it was going to be so bad, and it became so much worse. It's you see the freely looks around like he really wants to kick something, but he realizes all of her furniture is like antiques and everything's important. He's just like, <laughs> is it required to be a good musical performance or must it just be something unique? Well, see, the thing is, he's been trying to get a band together for a couple of years. And so anytime he gets to play out that fantasy, he insists on doing it. So you won't have to perform for him you'll have to perform with him and he's so, not so, very so, good if i'm being honest he's a much so, better florist it's, uh, so, sometimes people's day job needs to just be their only job that's, so, that to, is, so to be clear so to be clear so to be clear so to be clear your, your weed guy is a failed musician okay got it got it okay, that got sounds it. about right sometimes this, you know when people moonlight like as something it's an eclipse there's no light involved i'm just saying I, I think this is excellent. Uh, I don't know about all of you, but I am low on funds, but I have more time than money. And so if what this man requires is a few hours of poor musical performance on my part, then I'm perfectly fine with this. I don't know. I don't know why any of you would be worried. I know a wealthy goblin that you might be able to hold up for a few gold. <laughs> I am not a thief. I am definitely interested in earning my money responsibly. Right. Or in this case, earning weed responsibly. Okay, uh, let's... Oh, God. Well, I was in a presentation once and I froze up, so it was not that my voice was bad, but it was that I had no voice. I can only assume the same thing will occur. I believe in you. I play a little bit of ukulele and that seemed to be enough for him, but it was pretty bad last time I needed a flower from him. Uh, what What was his name? Sorry, I didn't know that I caught it. His name is Barden. Barden? Where mm-hmm. white meat? Where he's a half elf, Barton. He'll be at the outskirts of town. I told him to meet you outside the front gate. His oh. last concert was so bad they don't let him in anymore. All right, Al saw to that. Salome, we will make sure that we uh we return here and regale you with the stories of what we have done. Uh, well, we're gonna have but to come please back don't here regale me with any stories of Barton. Okay, he's got well, Bard in his name, but he's far from it. He's a much better florist. I, I don't know uh, why he insists on keeping up this charade. Yep. He will try to... Last time he performed here as a favor, we couldn't recover our business in three weeks. It was so scarring. People thought they would never come back. Did he taint the land? He tainted my eardrums. <laughs> there, there are many... I didn't think there could be expression. something that's the opposite of inspiration, but here we are. <sighs> Every right, time so- he sang, I felt like I was getting weakened. It was like I- it was worse and worse. 
Yeah, no, no, it's a thing. You could just like say mean things and hurt people. No, it worked. It's that's a thing. That's that's I can verify. That's true. Mm-hmm. That is true. Yeah. Uh, okay, is he there now? We because you know, we got about twelve ish hours till we gotta like early. Descend I told him to meet you the there sea. at three p.m., but you know how his type are. He'll probably show up at five and then not even know who you are. Yeah, that sounds good. Really, right. just turns and walks out, like literally mid side, just ah, <laughs> <laughs> walks out. I would get the weed for you, but I just can't deal with him today. I'm old. Thank, thank you, for this crap. Thank Sal- you, Salome. Thank you, Salome. The fact thank that you. you got this information is just as valuable. Thank you very much. Even though I'm throwing a tantrum, I would like to look on the way out and see if I spot any flowers of any kind in here. Because if there's something she's got, I'm going to buy new ones for her. Uh, um, yeah, you notice actually she has a lot of different uh, dried flowers that actually hang around the doorway um, to her office, like on the way out. Um, there's some bundles of lavender. There's some wildflowers. She hangs them up and dries them. But then she also keeps some fresh flowers in, in like on a on a stand in a vase near the door. And they're I very got, aromatic. I got a 17 on the perception check. So I do try and clock that. Like, you know, I'm like, okay. Yeah. She like thinks those and those. Yeah. <laughs> With your 17, as you walk past the flowers and you like smell them, you actually notice or or your your nose buds pick up that this is the same smell that comes out of some of her beakers. So it occurs to you that maybe she uses a lot of these as reagents and not just for like decoration. I thought for a second you were going to say that's the spell, smell that was around um, the wear because I was going to be like, oh, cool, 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 cool. Elders Blast. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the turn. Yeah. A, correct me if I'm wrong. Kelly mm-hmm. had established our mental link before we went into the house. because it was the whole we were recounting to each other what was going on. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. I share that observation via our mental link. I was like, you know, I, I was just going to like get her some flowers is a nice thing. But I think there's like part of her experiments. Like she's some sort of like flower mancer or something. Well, there are plenty of things that you can derive from a variety of the plant life, especially flowers. You don't have to be a flower mancer. You can just be someone who's good with things. You know that, right? Like you don't. I mean, I that's my like my I'm literally a person who's just good at things. Like that that is that is me. It's yeah, I just imagine that with less magic though. Like not everyone has magic. Oh, that'd be terrible. That point. Kelly raises her hand. <laughs> and oh. then no one's paying attention to her, so she puts it down. <laughs> no magic. Oh man. Oh. All right, let's go buy some weed and on the outskirts of town. Totally legit. Yeah. Uh yeah. let's go get from that a failed musician. Yeah, from a failed musician. Let's go. All right, great. No, no, mm-hmm. I, I'm feeling it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Head that way, yeah. Uh, along the way, uh, Callie's going to ask Sophia, is Flower Mancer a, a real thing, or was he just talking about a, a, a local custom? Oh, I think that it might be a real thing. Hmm. That seems very interesting. I will file this away for later. I just thought Flower Mancer sounded really yeah, I'm, uh, enjoyable. I'm, I'm not... I'm not gonna just like bust out one of my one of my team members here, but somebody just wrote a great verse in our chat, dear viewers, that I hope this person at some point in this episode regales us with that verse. Mm-hmm. And I will say no more. <laughs> yeah, it seems kind of like it's a moral imperative. Again, zone of safety, zone of safety. Not gonna bust anybody out. I'm just saying, I hope that person. <laughs> 
volunteer. Totally a zone of safety. It's one out of four of us. (laughs) It's one out of three of us because it's me, Dave, calling you out. You don't know it's not Jasmine. There's at least four (laughs) suspects. Yeah, at least four. (laughs) Okay. Just just say it. As I depart the premises, looking for a... (laughs) We head to the outskirts of town. Looking for Barden the half-elf. Is this yeah. going to be the same exit that we're going to see the two guards at as well? Our, our favorite guards? Yeah. Oh, yeah. awesome. Okay, cool. Rodney and Erica? Yeah. Our, yeah, yeah. our favorite drunken Rodney. I wonder if he's still working on, uh, what was it, two gallons of beer or four gallons of wine? Something like that. I don't it know. You gave it to him. So. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what I gave him. It was a lot. He's <laughs> trying to remember what you I gave him. I sincerely <laughs> hope he's not done with it yet. He's trying to remember what he is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You walk out the gates. It's it's a particularly like hot evening, and uh, Rodney is actually like somewhat sober. Uh, he's like slumped, kind of against the gate. And he's like nursing a headache. And Eric, hey, Rodney, <laughs> hey, Ryan, also, don't yell also, at him. I Are also you... hit him with thaumaturgy so that my voice is three times louder. Yeah. And I, literally, when he yells Rodney, I'm like, Avrin, don't yell at him. You kind of give him a headache. But of course, my voice uh, Oh, sorry, Freely, you're right. I'm dying. God, strike me down where I stand. Rodney, I apologize. Uh, like, see, did, Avrin, did you did not, can't hurt. Rodney, you did not drink all of the beer that I gave you, did you? I didn't make it through. I tried. I tried. So you I did this bet roughly- where every single time Erica yelled at me, I started drinking. <laughs> I don't remember the rest of it. <laughs> well, you know how these alchemy jug beers have a high alcoholic content. You have to be careful with those. Uh, I, uh, I think I failed to warn you about that. It was a lot. You like Erica standing there, arms crossed, sullen. And she's just like, one of these days you're going to drink yourself to death. He's just like, one can only hope when you get to be my age, Erica, you hit a point in your life where you just wish for death. And it's like you got one foot in the grave. Rodney, how old are you? One foot. Rodney, you can't be older than 72 years old. Here, have a cup of water. It'll, it'll, uh, oh, I don't drink that stuff. That'll kill me. Don't. Oh, no, this has been uh, pressed and digitated. Don't worry. No, no, it can't be. I don't think water just doesn't sit well with my system. I don't know how that can be, but I will take your word for it. You see Erica just like shaking her head. (sighs) Good night, Rodney. Before we leave, have either of you seen, we we are looking for a flower salesman who is also a very bad bard. Oh, no. He tried to play something for me earlier. I'm pretty sure that's half the reason I'm hungover. Never had a hangover in my life. He played one song, and now I think I'm never going to recover. I feel like I'm experiencing the last four years of hangovers. Yeah, I think perhaps your entire life is a hangover. But yes, uh, where is he? He's sitting over there by a tree at the base of it, playing God knows what. He tried to give Erica a flower. I think he's got a crush on her. And Erica, like, smacks him on the arm. No, he does not. He's disgusting, and so are you. Uh, the fact that he is disgusting does not preclude him from finding you quite attractive, Erica. Ugh, please, no. I already have one disgusting specimen of humanity I have to deal with. Please, not two. I thought he was a dwarf. 
I don't know, Erica. You seem you know like you're I mean. a little you're, you're a little flustered. Are you sure <laughs> that you don't no. know? You don't have no. feelings? Hey, no. For this, for this part? Hey, no. Hey, 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 hey. Zone okay. of safety, Erica. Zone of safety. Uh, you can admit how you feel. It's fine. If he never opened his mouth, maybe. Maybe. Okay. All right. No. But okay. unfortunately, well, he does very often. That. We can I work know. with that's that. That's, 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 that's something. Okay. That's we something. Start with that. So unless need... there was a zone of silence, you need a zone of silence, not a zone of safety. Because he was terrible. I know okay. a guy who knows a guy. Right, okay. No, we can work this out. We can make this happen. Okay. All right, Eric. All right. All right. All right. All right. So we're going to cut out his tongue, right? That's the plan? Team yeah, plan? Yeah, totally. Cut She's like out. blushing ferociously. Callie when, when, produces one of her knives. Okay. When, That's when not going to work. Wait. Oh, is it a real knife? That'll work. Wait. When, if you cut yeah, out this, the sole of a tongue, can it still work? Hmm. That's like, it's like a zen cone. Like, the, maybe I need to sit under that tree and think about that one. Yeah, she puts away her real knife and she pulls out a soul and she just produces one of her, her soul knives and says, uh, well, it depends on exactly what you would like me to do. I, I thought we were trying to procure weed from this man, but if yeah, well, we, 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 we just we, need we, to kill him, I can do that. If he's a I mean, Erica, I certainly... Listen, would. we've got two agendas right now. We've, True. Okay. not to no, kill no, no, him no. right now. Sorry, it, we've got three agendas. One is shipping. Two, weed. And then three is the hunt. Okay, yes. So we let's Definitely. go over and talk to what's his name? What's his name? I don't Brendan. know. Brendan. His name is Brendan. 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 Is that that Barden. sounds like a bit on the nose? It's it's a weird name. Um. Uh, although when we walk name. when we walk away from the gate, I thaumaturgy one more time to make my voice boom as I'm looking at um him with his uh, uh Rodney with his hangover, and I'm like, see, Averin, words can hurt. You have to be more oh. careful. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> and then head over towards the tree where the mm-hmm. where Barden is located. Yeah. The sound hits you before the vision does, and you hear a very poorly played lute out of tune kind of come to you on the wind, carried to you. At first you think, as you're walking towards it, that the sound is distorted by the wind. Then you realize you get closer. It's not really getting any better. The tune seems broken. It's something you vaguely recognize, but not really. And every once in a while, I just hear a loud twing as he goes, no, no, not that one, not that one, not that one. And, and attempts to start over from the beginning. A second time, a third are, time, and a fourth time. Are you Barden? He looks up at you. And you do kind of get a glimpse of what Erica was talking about. He has large, soulful blue eyes. He's got the telltale, you know, pointy ears of, of, of his half-elf kind. And his hair is, is a beautiful turquoise. And it's a little bit kind of styled almost like a nice mullet. It's like a little bit of party in the front and a little bit of business. Or sorry, business in the front, a little bit of party in the back. No, I, I like how you no, started like out. I like party in the front, business in the back. Let's go, let's go with that. He's got He's a let me talk to your manager cut. Yeah, yeah. Like, so like a Final <laughs> Fantasy character, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so so I, w- I would like to deploy my rustic hospitality. Again, I'm a folk hero. Yeah. So like the guy get along with the common people. I'm just like I walk up and while he, I'm like, yeah, it's hard for you to snap <laughs> to it because it's it's all over the place and he changes the tempo constantly. It doesn't snap. I'm and like, I'm yeah. joining in freely, just off <laughs> off beatedly snapping, trying to follow along. Oh, I love this song. 
So yeah, where Fozzie no. Bear is like, I don't this? got rhythm. I don't got rhythm. I'm still in Avernus. Uh, hey. I'm still in Avernus. <laughs> I'm like, Barton, uh, how you doing, man? Uh, I, I, uh, we were told, Are you all uh, fans? Oh, par- pardon me, Barton. <laughs> we did uh, not mean to interrupt. Uh, we're, we're all fans of Put the arts. Away. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm not a fan, was- Barton. It's to- oh, well, you will be. Maybe oh, yeah? not now. What Maybe are you a fan of? Tomorrow. What are you a fan of, Barton? What am I a fan What's of? What's the most important thing, Barton? This seems needlessly aggressive. What? The arts. I'm a thespian. Wait, but what is art inspired by? Art is inspired by our shared experiences. We are the breath of Mother Nature herself. In the mental link, I'm like, can I hurt him? No, not yet. Uh, So, but what about love, Barden? What about love? love? Ah, well, isn't love the sole purpose of life in its own way? I press to digitate a little cloud, heart-shaped cloud. <sighs> Beautiful. Pardon. It, listen. What if I'm saying I'm not? What if the devil himself, or something terrible and evil, made you make a choice between your art, the beautiful sounds that you were making just now for everyone to hear, um, on the wind, poisoning my soul. Uh, what if? You had to choose between love, the thing that inspires art, the, the thing that is art, and the expression of it is not the thing that is core to art more important than singing about it. Well, thankfully, I don't have to choose. But I think you do. Do you see that beautiful woman over there? Ah, Erica. I've seen the way she looks at me. She does. Press to digitate. Erica. Just like the wind, the wind. Yeah, we have also seen the way that she looks at you. But what would you do for love? Make a persuasion roll with advantage because of Freely's prestigiousation, Erica. (laughs) Hype man, I'm a good wing man. I'm a good wing halfling. I have so many windows. Are you are you using those new digital dice from D and D? I am. They go boom. Mm -hmm. The one window. Got a 16. Got a 16. So he like puts his finger on his chin and he says, I would have to make that sacrifice. For truly, if I have to forsake that which is true to art in order to spread my art to the world, well, then that's just what I got to do. You would sacrifice love or art? Love. You would sacrifice love? What if, what if, I'm just saying it's a big if, um, we are all heroes. Well, uh, they all are. And what if we played one final performance and you did it? And then you knew that performance would be so powerful. She fell in love with you. and But you could never sing again. But if she loved me, wouldn't she love this thing that's such a big part of me? I nope. disagree. What if you smelled like poop? <laughs> Incorrect as a common misconception. <laughs> well, I'd consider it, but I have to say, Eric is not a big fan of my music. I think that's the point he's making, yeah. So, if I might add something to my, my associate here, I, I'm agreeing with everything he's saying. You have something we need that we want, and we can help you get <clears throat> something that you want. 
Hmm. I mean, Erica's a downright nice little filly, but I don't know if I could give up my music for her. That's oh, what? Pro- that's, that's, prob- that's problematic language. No, that's not okay. Yeah. Like, uh, so, like, just let, let's walk that one back a bit. Yeah, um, that's not. Mm-mm. Yeah. What if lives were at stake? What if I told you lives were at stake? You and Erica falling in love. Lives. Lives. What type of lives? Your children, your children's children, children after that, all of them not existing because you were not willing to focus on love above art, which is the most artistic thing that you could ever do. In the psychic link, you now hear Kelly say, I'm very confused. Are we supposed to kill him now? Not yet, but uh, stick a pin in it. Yeah, it might be necessary. We're just not quite there yet. Mm -hmm. Why why are we not just asking him for the price of the weed? Oh, yeah, that's I good. Just well, well, no, I just, just tried to be heroes, I guess. I don't know. He's got something we want. We can help him get something he wants. The way Erica handling, made it Kelly. very Erica made it very clear that she was not at all interested in this man. And that is not what Erica said at all. She's not interested no, in his no. Sophia, do you make love potions? I mean, I can try to conjure up something, but there's no guarantee that it will work. Okay. Let me break it down for you here, Barton. Uh, you give us what we need, the weed that will help us breathe underwater, and we will help you get a date with Erica. You know, on second thoughts, Ephraim, I don't typically like messing with people's emotions. I don't think that I will try I can to. respect that. I don't think that I want to manipulate Erica's emotions, because in order for true love to blossom, we must earn it. Oh, I, I was going I to think... manipulate her emotions. <laughs> I'm saying that in the psychic link. Oh, oh, you don't say this out loud, okay? What was the purpose of the love potion then? To, to give him a little bit more focus on what matters. <laughs> I don't know if that'll be helpful or if it will end up with him just doubling down on his terrible music. I'm 50-50 stabbing <laughs> this man right now. But anyways. Um, out loud, Callie is going to say to Barton, how much would it cost to buy enough of your weed for the three of them to be able to breathe underwater for a significant length of time? We are trying to save the entire town from a terrible beast that is going to be coming to ravage and destroy everything. Well, that's no good. No, not really. I know that Erica and I are just kids ourselves, but I always thought we'd have kids in that town. It'd be a shame if it got destroyed. I agree. It's Kretzala that we must go and defeat tonight. Mm-hmm. I don't think that thing's real. Yeah, well, that's we're not really worried about what you think. Um, Maybe yeah. y'all shouldn't about, worry about it. No, no, no. So uh, about the the weed that we need. Oh um, yeah, the pawn. Actually, yeah. you you know what? I do have a special potion here that might give you a little bit of um, boldness—the boldness that you need to perform and pour out your heart and soul to Erica. But first, we have a favor to ask of you. Oh, is then the pawny pawn? No, we just need the weed. We just need the flower that will permit us to breathe underwater. And I will I give know. you this boldness Salome potion. said you were going to help me write my next hit single. Oh, God. Well, why would yeah. you want our help with your next hit single when you are such a mastermind lyricist? Why do you need our help? I'm you don't, you don't have a portfolio of us. Guy. I need somebody to help me write my music. You said he put his loot aside. Is it on the ground? Yeah. I Eldritch Blast his loot. (laughs) 
oh, I believe now we are starting to kill this man. And Callie creates <laughs> one of her knives because she doesn't know what's going on. I just hold, hold my hand after I do. Like, Barton, you got this all wrong, friend. And in an afternoon, I could teach you more about music than clearly you've ever heard in your whole entire life. But I can't do that if the town is doomed. So we're going to go do what we got to do. When we come back, we will help you write the first good song of your whole entire life. Or, shing, and the sword comes out. <laughs> we cannot. Okay? So you're going to rob me? <laughs> I'd rather not. Listen, I wouldn't you say. You guys aren't thinking about the long term. Sophia's break it down. Yeah, you'll get your Pawnee Pawn that you need right <laughs> now. But what's going to happen next time you need Pawnee Pawn? It's going to happen. Just saying. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to find more for somebody that broke my favorite loot. Good thing I have 12 others. It, uh, it is oh, a good thing. And okay. uh, I think that's... Um, I collect them, I, especially I am the a, vintage variety. I I'm a bit of a lyricist. I'm a bit of a lyricist. And we, we have a song for you. It goes like... Erica, Erica, Erica. Erica, Erica. I like the melody. I'll give you half points for that. (laughs) Erica. (laughs) On the wind. Erica. I do like the tune. What do you think? Not sure about the words, but I do like the tune. So, I mean, it is written specifically about Erica. Tell you what. I'll give you what you need. Given... Next time I perform, you sing as my backup. If I am around, I agree. I will sing as your backup. If I am around, I agree to sing as your backup. We have a deal. All right. We got a deal. See, you didn't have to kill me or break my loot. Now I got to travel back to my house. We never never planned on killing you. No, yeah, no, I definitely had to break the loot, though. It varies from moment to moment. (laughs) It is a sliding scale. Well, I appreciate it. All right. He like opens up his backpack and sure enough, he pulls out three bundles of this very almost it almost looks like thin veiny seaweed. It's almost transparent and it has like red veins going through it. And he hands them to you. That bundle should be enough for each of you. One bundle apiece. Do I see any of the flowers that Salome had? If you ask to see the flowers, he'll open the whole pack for you. Yeah. Also, um, do you have any like um? What did you say it was lilacs? It's freely saw it. I didn't. You said it was lilacs mm-hmm. or lilies. She had or jasmine. Wait, no, you're jasmine. I don't know. I asked for the flowers. <laughs> Who's on first? Yeah, right. mm-hmm. Daisy. Daisy, jasmine, lilacs. Daisy, exactly. uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you you definitely like see some of those in there. I'm like maybe if you sent a little something back for Salome, she might let you back in the end. You might not have to hang out on the outskirts of town forever. I'd like that. She's got a nice place over there. She does. It'd be a nice place to have a nice warm cup with Erica. And a white wedding. Yeah. I like white the wedding. Erica. I kind of always thought she wasn't interested in me, but. Mm, it's the music, man. You're now just my hope is renewed. Yeah, no. Like she likes you. She likes this. She likes this. She doesn't like this. She likes this. But this is the best part. It is not. It, it's not. It's what's inside, deep, yeah. deep, deep inside you. Quietly, though. That should never Music? be spoken. Nope. 
It's not music. It's your head music that you mm-hmm. have to form into words by mm-hmm. feel. So my singing, uh, Eric. Nope. Without you, have to speak plainly. Do not like spoken word. S- no. Yeah. Ex- <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Spoken word. Yes. Yeah, try that. Yeah. Spoken it word. It pains me to say it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, like uh, spoken word. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah, feel man. like I'm. Oh God! So I think I'm just unleashing on more for Erica evil. As spoken word. But with yes. zero music, no playing or singing. Yes, just yes. words. Yes, spoken. Yes, I'm going to hell. Mm-hmm. Yep. Also, Varden, I really need to impress upon you the fact that we're on the clock here. We have a giant sea right, serpent right, right, to right, battle right. with. Yeah, so. we have we have like a uh, an he apocalypse. He all the end. bundles of flowers, and he Thank says, you. "Uh, te- technically, my day job is a little bit more botany, flower type of stuff." So if you ever need anything, let me know. But my well, passion is music, birthday parties, uh, graduations, anniversaries, weddings. No, no, and no. no. Uh, do, I do can have, do spoken word. Do you, Does, do, do you have some flowers? Uh, let me check. Let's see. Actually, I don't know if he does. And does he give me the flowers for Salome? He does, yes. Okay. And did he give us three bundles or four? He gave you three. Okay. Did you want four? Well, so uh, when he pulls them out, Callie will say, only three. Do you not have a, a fourth? There are the four of us. Oh. Callie, do you breathe? And, and, and then in the psychic link, she's going to say, hold on just one moment, please. I would like to have extras just in case. And out loud, she'll say, mm-hmm. she'll say, you know, I, I was, there are four of us. I was going to be joining my companions. Oh, well, technically, this is enough for eight for one hour. Or enough for four for, or sorry, this is enough for six for one hour or enough for three for two. So you could just have, divide it up to have four people use it. Okay, that is good to know. We're not exactly sure how long this hunt is going to take. And the last thing I would want would be for any of us to uh, be very far under the water and then drown simply because we ran out. Yeah. So you're saying you need more? Well, if you had a bundle for each of us, I would mm. appreciate it. I don't think I do. I could get you more by tomorrow, maybe. Well, I will keep that in mind for future needs, but thank you very much. Uh, and then in, in the psychic link, she will say, well, mule fritters, I tried. Barden, if I could give you a little bit of advice as a performa myself. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm like, vicious mockery, Avrin, vicious mockery. Mm. I turn, I look at him and I say, everyone knows you're a wizard with flowers, your flower arranging skills, your foraging skills, everything you know about them. This is your art. This is how you express yourself and everyone loves you for it. Wouldn't you like to express yourself this way and have everyone be happy versus singing to a crowd of literally no one all in your lonesome? Think about it. So you're saying I should perform at the flower festival? No. I've never done that. Um, You know what? That's smart. Spoken word. Spoken word. Try that as a new thing. Don't listen freely. He's overcomplicating things. Also, do you have sunflowers or roses? I do have sunflowers. Roses aren't really blooming right now. No, no, that's great. I would like all of your sunflowers. I only have six. I will take them. He hands them to you. You notice he's cut the stems super short (laughs) because he he mostly uses them as reagents, but he tries to like tie them together, bundle them together to look pretty for you. He's pretty adept at doing so. I turn to Sophia's love of my life and I hand the flowers to Sophia's. 
Oh, Avrin, you have not lost your charm after all of these years. You should hit her with some spoken word, my guy. But I lean into Bard and I'm like, see, he didn't sing a note. Think about it. I think he should. I think that would make it better. Dude, you're incorrect. I scoop up the, the <laughs> pond and I turn and start walking away. Okay. And he says, bye, everybody. Take care. Callie's going to take a second and walk <laughs> over to the remains of this loot. Do, if, if I pull out my Tinker's Tools, do I think that I could repair it? Don't you um, dare. <laughs> you, I don't know. Let's see. How much damage did you deal with your Eldritch Blast? Let's, let's see. Let's see. Uh, eight point. Actually, hold on. Let me see. Wait. Because I actually wrote one or two uh, beams. One or two beams. Uh, at this exact second, I'm only big enough for one beam. Uh, eight points. Eight points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this thing is is damn near cracked in half. Uh, the strings are absolutely sh- like just broken. There's like only one left hanging on by a thread, and the neck is like hanging off at an awkward angle. Yeah, there's a good chance I could have killed him with eight points. <laughs> You know, freely, if the devil has all the best tunes, I'm pretty sure that that man is a god. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, I heard this story once about uh, the time that the devil went down to Georgia. So he was looking for a soul to steal. And then I just wander off while <laughs> telling him this oh, story. Where, where is this exotic land of Georgia? You must tell it's, me sometime. I mean, maybe we're at it. I, this seems like the type of place you could fiddle the devil for a fiddle of gold. Yeah, it's <laughs> not not Georgia. <laughs> it's not not Georgia. Yeah. This, this seems like a strange thing for a devil to do. Was this Asmodeus himself, or was this one of the other devils of the Nine Hells? I'm bringing up Asmodeus to me. Erica, hey, hello. Uh, hey, these promise. are things called earplugs. I made them out of mushrooms. Here you go. And I toss them to her. Mm-hmm. She grabs Enjoy them. a long life. Just next time you see Barden, tell him you're a big fan of spoken word. What's spoken word? Oh, you're going to find out. There was <laughs> that uh, spoken. And she and... says, like, she, you hear her muttering as you walk past, like, Aren't all words spoken? Ah, some of them are written. True. Accurate. Can't really argue with that. <laughs> I, I do bring the flowers to Salome. Mm-hmm. She thanks you several times. I hope he didn't put you through too much trouble. Ah, he's not so terrible. I did break his loot for you too, also, though. So, uh, you know. Oh, thank God. Somebody <laughs> needs mm-hmm. to. He did say he had about a half a dozen more, however. Oh, so later on, we'll find out where he keeps those and we'll destroy them. Mm-hmm. Something tells uh, me he'll just buy more. No, no. What if we broke his hands instead? I'm not against so wait, are it. Wait, are me. we still in front of, okay. are we still in front of Barden? No, oh, no, 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 we're back. We're back. We're back. Oh, we're back. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I do not wish to maim this person. We should either kill him or just convince him to find a different instrument if he is really bad at the loot. Don't we have an apocalypse to stop? Yeah, I just wanted to drop off the flowers, really. We're, uh, we, we got the... I appreciate them. Thank you very much, really. You're too kind. I miss uh... when Barden used to go by Tobias. Now he goes by Tobias Barden. But then he decided he just wanted his name to be one word. Apparently, there's some mythical bard called Prince, and he was like, I'm going to be like that. I'm just going to go with one word. Except that oh. person was probably talented, and this person is terrible. Well, I've seen, uh, I've seen their sacred symbol yeah yeah I, I i do have to say this is hearing him sounds exactly like when crows cry so <laughs> evan do you need do you mean barn owls it sounds more like barn owls to me you know when screech owls cry <laughs> as, as i walk out i do just start reflecting to myself i'm like how could you just leave me standing alone in a world that's so cold and just walk <laughs> out the door 
You know when like a really sickly old eagle that should be put out of its misery dies? <laughs> That's what pardon sounds like. Um, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> oh, never mind. Never mind. You're already gone. <laughs> already gone. I'm back. So do you decide to rest to, until midnight or do you do anything else to prepare? I try to rest, but I am haunted. Rest. Yeah. I am haunted. I'm I'm preparing some ropes for Barden, but I'm going to rest after I do so. <laughs> some some ropes? I feel that I have inspired him a bit too much. I have Wait. no idea where this is going, but okay. I have no are idea we, where this is going are, either. Are we kidnapping Barden? What's happening? <laughs> Does that mean if we mobbin, we mobbin. Just say the word and he's gonna We we mobbin. You know? We mobbin. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're uh, like new plan, Barden. New plan. Well, I wanted to make sure that, you know, we were we were nice enough to get to get what we needed. You know, I, I like the guy well enough. He seems like a a nice enough person, but I don't want Erica to have to deal with him. I feel that we have inspired him a bit too much, if you know what I mean. Mm. Um, so after this rest, I might cast snare on him. We'll see. <laughs> I don't understand why we didn't just perform with him. It didn't seem like we needed to perform well. We could have just did that and then be done with him. Because that puts us on the side of the oppressor, Callie. I do not understand. He's oppressing our eardrums, Callie. You will one day. (laughs) Actually, I hope you never understand, my construct friend. (laughs) I mean, I'm never going to claim to be a musician myself, but and then Callie will bang on certain parts of her chest that make it sound like she has a handpan. Love is a battlefield. Uh, <laughs> and she plays a little tune, and it's very simple. And then she stops and says, but I was prepared to do what was necessary in order to get what you needed to survive. I mean, technically it oh. slaps because it was slapping. Literally it slapped. And oh, yeah, we were, pre- we were prepared to do it. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> get out. Uh, un- unless Sophia is serious about rolling this dude up. Yes, I rest until it's time to go meet Hank. <laughs> oh, don't yes, worry. She's am, serious about serious. rolling him up, but <laughs> I'm serious. I, do you think I want Erica to have to deal with Barden? No. Well, Erica, Barden. Tough, she can take care of herself. I'm sure she would. Of course, enjoy. she can take care of herself. But he's she going is to a guard. Her. She has responsibilities. She has to deal with well, this drunkard next to her all day, every day. Well, but Sophia, he is like really hot. If he would just shut up. Yeah, but he doesn't. I don't I feel it's up. It, t- let's take a uh, a vote. If you feel that he will not bother her, say I. I do not know this being well enough. We could go back and speak with him and make sure that he knows that he is not welcome to to have any unwilling advances against Erica, or else he, we will kill him. So you I- believe that communication will solve the problem. I feel like communication is the only way to prevent us from killing him. All right. Listen, I think Erica has a strange fondness for him at the repression of his art form, which is sad. But also, he is not willing to change. And perhaps they're doomed. Or maybe they'll figure out in the uh, tons of little tiny warden spoken word babies. And um, that will be a nightmare unto itself. But for now, we have to focus on the apocalypse that isn't happening in our ears or our, yeah. our souls right now or our minds. Yeah. Maybe um, we'll roll him up tomorrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've already let Barden destroy our mind palaces as it is. So um, let's just prepare for whatever uh, weird hunt we're about to go on in the ocean. 
down below in the sea. Although I would say if we got to test this to see if we get some adverse effect, we only have two hours. Are we just going to take it when it's time to meet with Hank and go with the gods? Or are we going to try and give ourselves a 10 minute window? Like, what are we? <laughs> that, I would, I, that's what I would recommend is definitely trying it before you are several feet under the water and it's too late. Yeah, well, I mean, even if weekend, I'm still going to go, but all right, you know. How yeah. many hours do we have before midnight? Um, it depends on how long you all have been resting. Well, say I we do. haven't rested yet. It was yet. about six hours when you went to Salome's. Okay. W would we like to try it now so that you have time to recover in case the effects are very bad? Nah, we'll just go for it. It's going to be fine. Nah, it's going to be fine. He's a lucky. He's a lucky <laughs> yeah. guy. Sorry, and he's unkillable. Yeah, come on. That's the rumor. Mm. And Sophia's? Sophia's can take care of herself. She's the biggest threat in the entire universe. I don't true. know if I am the biggest threat in the entire universe, but I can cer certainly handle myself. You, no, might broke my wanna, heart. you might want to leave your butter behind, though. I don't know how well it's going to withstand in the briny deep. Mm. That is a good call out, Freely. Thank you so much. And she like heaves out like 20 pounds of butter that she's just been carrying around in her bag of holding. <laughs> Ugh. She's gonna, but she's gonna bury a hole and put it down in the hole and and cover it so that no one else takes it. Sophia, if you would like, like, sandy I, butter. Oh, I'm gonna step in that and die. I'm assuming we're at the inn, Sophia. I was going to leave most of my possessions here in my room. If you would like to just leave all of your very valuable butter in, in the room instead of burying it. Oh, I wish I knew that before I put it in the dirt. Ah, yes. Let me just un unearth it and she like pulls up 20 pounds of butter covered in dirt i will take this up to your room thank you for offering and i'll what let kind of grit do you like with your butter that's what we <laughs> want to know <laughs> i am i am a fan of both grit and gritless butter but that is just when i am examining it i do like grits with butter that's a that's a thing like my that's granny totally, yeah that's 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 yeah. different that's grandma fun. freely used to yeah i'm gonna go in my room until it's time to like go to war all right mm -hmm. yeah deuces so the main preparation you do is like just storing your belongings so they don't get wet. I'm going to store my belongings. And then uh, just before we're all going to get together, I'm going to take another look at my book and see if I have a new message. Mm -hmm. The page is ominously silent to you still. Mm. But you do notice that some of the spindly writing from before has begun to like bleed through to the other page. Has that ever happened before? No, it's unique. Oh. It's like the same writing that was written there before, but it's just started to seep into the other page. Into the previous pages, like into the ones that I've already mm -mm. written in or into the Almost like pages. when you take a fountain pen like this one and you press too hard. Mm. How many pages has it seeped through? It's just started to spot on the second page. When I put all of the stuff that I don't want to take underwater with me, which isn't that much to be honest. It's basically the book and some basic stuff. I will leave the book open with that page that it's bled on flipped over so that the bled through ink can't touch new pages. Okay. And just, I'll like leave it on my bed open because that bothers Callie for some reason. She can't quite figure out why, but she's, yeah. she'll leave, she'll leave that behind. Okay. I don't think there's anything else I need to leave behind, though. Sophia feels very unarmed without her butter, by the way. <laughs> so the rest of you, you just leave all your stuff behind, except, like, obviously your weapons and... 
yeah, yeah. I, I i leave behind my short sword i only bring you know my uh, my built-in one my other i i do actually have a short sword i leave that so basically just armor the mm -hmm. pond and shing you know that's yeah it. Mm -hmm. i'll so, leave behind the book and i'll leave behind my lantern and oil but i'll take everything else because okay i don't care if it gets wet yeah <laughs> yeah and i think Avery, you said you're gonna wear your like stealth yeah. armor yeah so you make your way through the town at midnight it is pin drop silent it's a work day so most people are prepping for the next day already and you just hear like some distant sounds of dogs barking here and there and and um even some like light tavern noises like but it's the sound of the tavern shutting down and people going home rather than you know a bustling tavern night it's very quiet here you're blessed with a full moon and it is brightness piercing the moon seems larger than it has ever felt before to you and it occurs to you that this will probably help with your visibility in the deep and as you make your way over to the part of town where the where the mine is where you were before and down along the wall to the beachhead you do see that familiar form the water is almost swirling around him on the on the shore it like plays around his 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 legs coming all the way up to his knees and uh he's not looking at you but he's looking out towards the water and his skin is 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 shines and almost gives off its own luminescent light uh kelly's going to pull out the green piece of sea glass that he gave her mm -hmm. and at the same time she'll uh activate her re redo the link and hold yeah come on oh my god i keep there we go i roll <laughs> I have to roll this dice to see how many people I can connect to, and I need to roll it until I get enough. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'll connect all of us, including Hank, and I will okay. hold it up to the light, like he said. And in yeah. the psychic link, I will say, hello, we have arrived. He turns around, startled at first, and then sees, and then you notice this as you're as you're standing there. As the moon hits that piece of, of sea glass, that smooth piece of sea glass, it illuminates almost like in a in a in a magical fashion. It takes all that light and focuses it and, and glows a bright green. And you see his silhouette kind of relax. And, you know, his sentience comes back to you and says very smoothly, I'm so happy you came. We made a promise. And so here we are. My companions have obtained something to help them breathe underwater. And we are here to go on this hunt. Can you tell us a little bit more about what we are hunting? He nods. And he says, well... Today's quarry will be very dangerous indeed. And um, he says there is a pod of creatures nearby that has become a bit of a problem. Today, I hope to clear them out. What kind of creatures are they? <sighs> they're old. They're large. They have big maws. They move through the water, almost like a lizard on land but they cut through the waves. They have webbed fingers and claws and large mouth-shaped bodies with tails. There's three of them that have been hunting nearby. They've been scaring the local fishes. They've gotten too large. The creatures that feed on them have long since disappeared from this realm, and thus they grow unchecked. And it is our job to bring them to, to, to line and when you say they've grown too large it, in relation to us how large are they 
he like looks at you with his head cocked to his side and he says, and then he puts like a hand above your head that's about four feet taller than you. All right. And are any more of your kind going to be able to assist us with this? Any other marrieds? No, just us. Because to be clear, I apologize. We had a quite an eventful couple of days since we last met, my friend. This, uh, If we prove ourselves on this hunt tonight, then we might have a chance at helping you all stop Kretzala. Ah, he's, his many- face lights up when you say this and he smiles at you and he says, you know its name. I yes. do. We've done some research or we talked to someone who has done some research. That counts. That counts as research. Well, this makes me very happy, he says. I was not sure if you were making an earnest effort, but I see now at least you know something of the beast. I'm making a freely effort. I mean, I don't know anybody named Ernest, but, you know. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Some things are lost in translation. Some things are lost in translation, even when you are speaking mind to mind. I am so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you and good night. I yeah, apologize right. for my pint-sized associate. And uh, yes, exactly. We wish to stop the end of all things. These three creatures that we are going to be hunting, you've described them well. Is there any other abilities that they might have? Any special things that we should be wary of? Anything they are uh, weak to? Well, it is much like you. It's a creature that can dwell between the land and the water. It can only stay in the water for about an hour at a time. Interesting. Make hmm. a nature check to see if this is ringing any bells now that he's told us things about this. Like, is this any yeah. sort of creature I've encountered? Give me a roll. Uh, that is not my strength. I am not. I'm a halfling of action, not a halfling of thinking. <laughs> no, that's a big old four. This sounds made up. <laughs> yeah, this sounds like a big tadpole. For, right. <laughs> for like what, what he's described, like, it sounds like a big amphibious creature, like a big tadpole. Like, why is he being so dramatic? I mean, like, come on. It's just like, mm-hmm. you know, oh, I'm so scared. Uh, hey, Hank, just... can you lead lead the way then? Are we ready? I take a bite of the I take a bite of the pond when he's like, wait, we didn't ask. Is it eaten tea topical? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's topical and you just ate it. I'm like, oh, oh dear. <laughs> you stick a bay leaf on your tongue and the next thing you know, your eyes dilate. Yeah, exactly. You eat it and and swallow it, and um, it's actually like kind of salty and it's rather pleasant. But as you swallow it, it leaves like a prickly feeling down your throat. It's it's not a good feeling. It almost like a prickly heat. I'm roll, like, hey, I regret this. Ah. <laughs> Let's breathe. Roll Let's a breathe. d10, and you're aiming for anything above a two. Hey, it's a five. Hey, hey. <laughs> and the prickly feeling subsides and you just feel like everything is back to normal. I just, I literally go over and just very dramatically just dunk my head in the water. Like I go like mm-hmm. knee deep and I'm just like blur. <laughs> yeah. And as you do this, at first you find yourself holding your breath and then you try to mentally tell yourself not to hold your breath, which is very hard to do. And eventually it happens. The air escapes from your nostrils and your nose. And as you <gasps> do one of these, water comes in. And then water comes out and I it throw feels the, oddly the high, comfortable. The, while I'm, I just throw up the high sign while I'm dunked. And then I just like splash and start swimming. Yeah. Now that, yeah. Now that Sophia sees that Freely is okay, she's going to also 
jump in the water as she's diving in midair. She eats one of the leaves mm-hmm. and swan same dives thing. into the water. Roll a D10. I'm doing the same. Uh, seven. Okay, so you're fine. Everything feels all right. Uh, I eat a piece and dive in as well. I got six. Yep. Hey. So you all dive in and you feel like your body isn't having a crazy reaction to the strange object you just ate. The strange leaf you just ate, I should say. Mm-hmm. So far. Yeah. <laughs> as I as I dive under the water, I'm still holding this piece of sea glass. Does it continue to glow as we go under the waves? Yeah, it almost looks like it captures the light and reflects, reflects it back and forth. And it gives you a little bit of underwater light, Excellent. almost like a like a strange flashlight, an arcane flashlight, if you want to think of it that way. Perfect. I will dive in after my friends mm-hmm. uh, holding this light. Hank leads you into the the shallows of the water and um, he di- He moves very quickly and he has to kind of circle back once in a while because uh, he moves a lot faster than your sp- swim speed. And as he does, he asks you some, you know, general questions. What type of food you eat? He's kind of enchanted with you, especially Callie. Uh, He's never seen anything like you before. And you notice like he is very enchanted with the fact that you can be underwater like him. And he's very enchanted with the fact that you can swim. And he like points at your fingers and suggests that you put webbing there sometime. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. This is actually the first time that I've swam like this outside of a small lake inside of a cave. This is the first time I've even been in the ocean. And he smiles and says, you look at home. Well, it helps that I do not have to worry about breathing. But thank you. I'm taking as many pointers from you as I can. He smiles and leads you deeper down into a kelp forest. The kelp here goes incredibly tall and thick. And uh, some of as you as you look down below you, some of the bulbs are like almost bioluminescent, but up here, not quite. You almost lose him in the in the weeds a few times um, because it's just so thick and wavy. Yes. Uh, When it starts getting darker, I pop out my moon blade because it's a source of light as well. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, uh, I guess I kind of do the one arm swim, you know? Yeah. 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 Also, yeah. I'd probably ask Hank to warn us when he thinks we're getting close to wherever these the school of bad things are, because uh, mm-hmm. Callie would like to, at that point, try to hide and scope them out. Yeah. He disappears for some time, and you almost kind of lose your way, because like I said, the kelp has like really long leaves that interweave with each other, make it very difficult to see. And then he pops up out of nowhere, his large eyes glowing in the dark water, and he says to you through the psychic link, they're up ahead, hunting. What are they hunting? Fish. Well, if you would like to st- stay here for a moment, I can go take a look with Hank. We could try to form a plan. And he just very, like, he just nods and kind of, like, hovers in place. I say across the link, all right, you asked me to let you go be sneaky first, but uh, here, at least let me try to come along. And I'm going to see how stealthy I can be under the water. Do you want to join them? I feel like I was, I'm like, no, I can be stealthy. and oh. Like it's very clearly not at all. <laughs> yeah. 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 I got a big old eight. I'm oh. like, no, I can do it. I'll be like a ghost fish. I just put my hand on his ankle as he's flailing in the water. And I just kind of <laughs> hold him back for, <laughs> and let them do their stealth thing. Oh, they're like a riptide, man. Like, whew. Yeah. <laughs> 
yeah, yeah. You, you got caught in the wrong kind of current. It's yeah, it's not your fault. It's not your fault, freely. Are we still in the kelp forest? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, using it to obscure you from sight. Perfect. All right, so I will. Wait, can we actually hear each other talking normally, or is it more like? Blah, 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 blah. Oh, I'm assuming. Well, you're using psychic, the psychic, psychic link. link. Yeah, psychic mm-hmm. link. Okay, yeah. thank you. I mean, although it, if you would like to I mean, try, if you want to go. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I think because Sophia doesn't have message or anything and she's not used to psychic link, she's definitely going to try to talk underwater. I mean, now's the time to figure that out, right? Before we get into a, a fight and you got a spell cast. Oh, it's it's totally non-consequential because she has that magical bay leaf. Oh, yeah, that's true. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a 21 on my stealth. Okay. He is very impressed with how quietly you move through the water. And you notice him do sort of a trick. He focuses his mind for a moment and then vanishes. And he casts invisibility on himself. Ah, nice. And he follows you. Okay. He tries to, like, kind of let you know where he's at um, by placing his hand on your shoulder, letting you know that he's there. But he lets you take points since he is invisible and so you won't be able to really follow him. And uh, you also notice that your light gets dimmed and it's almost as though a hand has been put over it uh, to make sure that, that that sort of glowing does not catch anything's eye. Yeah. I'd probably have put that away so I can have both hands free. Mm-hmm. Let's see this. <laughs> I got a big old one. So <laughs> as you move through like the dark and murky waters, sure enough, you see three large beasts. Callie, give me a nature check. Sure. Ooh, that's a dirty 20. A dirty 20. Yeah. So these creatures immediately, you don't know why you didn't put piece it together from from his description. They look like plesiosaurus to you. Something that you've heard vaguely of, maybe even seen skeletons of, but never exactly seen in flesh and blood. And sure enough, they are coming up out of the water, diving down deep. And as their giant maw opens, you just see almost whole schools of fish disappear into it oh geez as it pushes through with a really powerful like you know tail motion and like gets more momentum to circle back around and you still feel that like hand on your shoulder to let you know that hank is there behind you and you hear him say through the psychic link what is your plan and there's three of them uh, well, I want to observe them for a little bit. Do they seem to be hunting as a pack or is this uncoordinated? You do notice that they kind of work together. Um, the fish are forming like these like almost like these like tubes or, or uh, large groups. And you notice that they the three of them kind of box them in to make like this beautiful little like snack pack. And then they take turns pushing through and decimating them and then rounding them up again, using okay. their like bodies to like push the current. So they're 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 being dolphins. They're being smart enough to work together and coordinate mm-hmm. and thing. Okay. Besides being super fast, do I notice anything else about these creatures? Are they exhibiting anything anything else that I would want to warn my my friends about? Yeah. You the one thing that Actually, give me a perception check. Okay. That's a 21. I'm yeah. doing really well. Yeah. So the one thing that strikes you is this creature's bite. It seems to be able to reach out very far, and its maw opens very wide. 
And it gives you the impression that this creature could maybe reach up to 10 feet away from it and strike. Okay. I'm going to be relaying all of this back to everybody as I'm noticing it all, giving you... everybody kind of the, the lowdown on what I'm seeing. Well, wait a minute. I mean, if they're just animals, like, why do we have to hurt them? Like, they're just doing their thing. Like, are they like a menace? Are they attacking people? Are they attacking Hank's tribe? I mean, they're just creatures. Well, Hank said that... Uh, he explained that the natural predators of these creatures have been gone, and so they are depleting all of the fish in this area. And so we are now their natural predators. Okay, wait. Curveball, you guys. Curveball, you guys. Let me talk to him. To the plesiosaurs? Really? Yeah. I don't think that's a good idea. You, you've seen me do it. It's fine. And if they're, it goes bad, they will do murder. They're predators. But I, it's, I mean, we're all predators. We all eat something. Just let Hank me try. says calmly through you to the to you through the psychic link. He says, "Yes, it is unfortunate. They must eat, just like we do. However, they have disrupted the natural order in this place. They have grown too large, too unchecked, and now their hunger cannot be depleted." Do do I know now that we know kind of in general what these creatures are? Mm -hmm. What is the natural predator? Like, what usually would be hunting these things? Give me another nature check. Okay. Well, my luck has started to run out. That's a 12. <laughs> a 12. You imagine a larger plesiosaur. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, right. But with a 12, you do understand the uh, concept of, uh, like, an invasive species. Yeah, Like, you know, the idea that these creatures will just continue to feed at this rate until the local fish populations are utterly decimated. Okay. I do start swimming towards it. Okay. I mean, because, I, I mean, Callie had gone some distance. So, I mean, I start, you know, heading to where Callie mm -hmm. is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Callie and Hank are actually, well, let's see. How close do you get to them, Callie? I would have stayed on the seabed in and amongst the, the kelp mm -hmm. and... Especially now that Freely's talking about essentially revealing himself, she would continue to move to get into essentially flanking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. To try to be able to be so, on the opposite side of them from where all my friends are so that, mm -hmm. you know. The police officers are outside of the kelp forest and they're in more of like a more corally area. And this occurs to you as, as you're floating above it that the, the bottom of the ocean bed is, is now covered in like all manner of, of coral. Where lots of little creatures dwell, and 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 it's it's beautiful in the in the nightlight. He, he continuing with his hand on your shoulder, you know, he moves with you to a a flanking position, and sure enough, you start to see the dim glow of Freely's blade um, play at the edge of the of the kelp forest. It's I'll just, remind uh, you all: these things move incredibly fast. So if if this goes wrong, we are going to need to be quick. I'm Is like, Sophia's okay. within thirty feet of Freely? Yeah, so they, uh, you, you yeah, you can stay close swimming, with him so, yeah. if you want. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to be... We're, we're keeping pace. Keeping I'm trying pace to stick with them. fairly close to Freely. I'm like, I understand. I realize it might not work, but I have to try. They're just animals. They're not evil. They're just animals, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, uh, Sophia's is going to hold out a small silver mirror, and she's going to kind of catch the moonlight in it and shine it towards Freely. And you see sort of a blue glow form around him. Mm -hmm. I'm going to cast Sanctuary so that anything that attacks him must first make a wisdom saving throw of 13 or higher. Okay. Perfect. An attack or a harmful spell. Okay. It turned, uh, thanks, Sophia. Okay, hang on. And then I, I look at Averin and I'm like, Averin, you don't have to jump in this thing's mouth to save me. You know that, right? Like, you don't, it's, 
It's okay. I have no intention. Okay. All right. All right. Oh, no, you're mean, fine. Just, Don't worry. No, if it I, eats no, you, I, it eats you. You're I okay. I know that look on your face that you're going to be like trying to be a tanky boy. Like, just get, get, this is this going to work. Going to work. Going to work. Yeah, um, no, I'm, that's all right. I'm fine with it eating you. It's, it's going to uh, be okay. The creatures, are they of roughly equivalent size or like is one seem bigger than the others? Like, is there anything that looks like an alpha or are they just sort of like, even is one of them like more scratched and beat up like any sign of age? Um, Give me a perception check. Can I have assisted with that since I've been observing these creatures for a while? <laughs> Please do. Um, Yeah, yeah. I'm not great. That. So you got to, it's plus my perception bonus. Mm-hmm. It's plus four then really. Uh, that is a 17. A 17. Mm -hmm. So you do notice that there is one that's fatter than the others and seems to kind of take the largest bites and, and take the biggest fill. I need to get within 30 feet of that big chunky girl and because mm -hmm. I want to hit it with animal friendship. Okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> It needs a wisdom 13. So I guess two wisdom 13 to see if it's charmed. And if it gets angry, wisdom okay. 13 to see if it can attack me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so many so this lets you convince a beast that you mean it no harm. Choose a beast that you can see within range. It must see and hear you. Mm -hmm. If the beast's intelligence is four or higher, the spell fails. Otherwise, the beast must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be charmed by you for the spell's duration. If you're one of your companions harms the target, the spell ends. Okay. So. So is it smart, but not too smart? Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's roll to see. Oh gosh, my hair. But it's, well, yeah. The, the three is like German shepherd intelligence. Like most beasts are three or less. So we're about to yeah. find out, you know, Although, honestly, finding out it's intelligent would be useful to me also <laughs> in a different way. So. Yeah. <laughs> I rolled a 19. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Is that good or bad? Oh, to save against it? <laughs> All right. So I'm, yeah, I'm I rolled like, an 18 and then I have a plus one. So I rolled a 19. I'm like, hello, friends. All right. New plan. Mm -hmm. um, right. <laughs> yeah. I produce both of Sun's my psychic real low. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? Oh, no. I feel so bad because it just I, rolled well. It's all I right. Had, it I, was a gamble. I had, hey, I had to try. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. the beast like looks at you and then pauses, like almost confused for a moment at like what it's seeing, really and it doesn't it. immediately attack. It just kind of looks at you inquisitively, while mm -hmm. the one behind it goes whoosh, and you see it like eat like another maw full of fish. Mm -hmm. And that one comes up behind it, and that one is the one mm -hmm. that kind of like gives out a shriek, almost like pulling this one out of its out of its trance. Roll for initiative. Oh, oh got no. this. No, Freely, you got I'm this. I'm like, mm, maybe Just I don't got it. Freely, believe. <laughs> really. <laughs> maybe Freely I don't got believe. it. I'm not 100% feeling like you're believing right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm trying to believe really hard. Uh, 15 for me, by the not way. Not believing okay. hard enough. <laughs> I'm like, mm, they're really big. It's very dark down here. Yeah. I, I got, got a 14. Oh, I also got a 14. Oh. Nine oh, for me. So, hey. so two of you got 14? Nine. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. It'll. I think the combat tracker will automatically account for your dex bonuses, right? Pretty sure. Uh, not I, yet. No, no. Okay. but I'm but we're pretty sure. In chat. Hey. Yeah. So you should be higher though, Callie, right? But I'm uh, pretty yeah, sure Callie is more dexterous. Yes. I got okay, a plus so three, so I'm. Assuming. Okay, I'm gonna put you at fifteen just for housekeeping. Okay. Okay. Well, but I'm, I'm at fifteen. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then Sophia's. What did you roll? 
A nine. A nine. She can be 14.5. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, does that work? And maybe it Or you can put for... me at, put me at 16. Yeah, I could put you 15. at 16 because you're not right. tied with anybody. Either way. Yeah. Hey. And then I mean we're we're working on the encounter tracker and it will s- soon be able to do all of that automatically. You have a companion with you. Hey. Hey, Hank. Who I have to Oh, you got an 18. I just have to manually remember that he's there. Hey. Oh. I think I can put him in here. Okay. You can? Got, like two different but... encounter trackers. Ah, okay. I think maybe I can do a manual entry. Oh, I can! Sweet! Yeah, okay. You can Sweet. enter manually. Learning. Yep. Hey. That's the encounter tracker on D&D Beyond. You should give it a hey. try. You can now copy the... your encounters. And so if you have an encounter that you like and you want to be able to edit it and use it, uh, okay, I'll stop. I'm it doing this on digital, the fly. It is a digital tool set that will help take your game to the next level. That is true. Mm-hmm. It is your one-stop shop. Play with advantage. Hashtag yeah. ad. Yay! He's in here now. <laughs> Yay! Some reason he's added in the monsters. That's okay. Cut the okay. check. Mm-hmm. Perfect. So, the one that comes up over the shoulder is the first one that attacks. Mm-hmm. Um, it tries to dive at you, mm-hmm. but it has to make that wisdom saving throw to see if it does. It only has a plus mm-hmm. one. I mean, clearly that was enough before now, so let's see. Oh no. <laughs> I rolled the nat 20. Oh, oh I mean, yay! <laughs> well, and I'd rather be on that than the attack, so I'll take it. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. True. It's, it's very true. <laughs> but yeah. we didn't we didn't mention what happens if they roll a nat 20. At the yes, top of the show today. I didn't I didn't do that at the top of the show today. Every time when myself or one of the cast members rolls a natural 20, somebody in the chat gets an opportunity to win a legendary bundle from D&D Beyond. So here we're we go. Do that. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Okay, so now it does its attack roll. Mm-hmm. 19. Uh, I'm gonna cast my shield spell because I knew I, I knew this was a high stake gamble. Yeah. So yeah. that moves my AC to 21 till my next turn. Perfect. So it dives at you and it moves very quickly. Um, it goes about 40 feet and just like it it goes from like in the distance to just at you in just a second. And you see as your shield goes up, it's maw rake against mm-hmm. that like supernatural barrier as it like quickly kind of moves around for another attack. And now it's like tail is facing you. Mm-hmm. And then it is Hank's turn. Go Hank. Yes. Hank, you see him pull it out from his belt. It's almost like a collapsible trident. He pulls it out, he very carefully aims, and he throws it. Ooh, well, you were in a flanking position. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's Overtly. not that far away. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say otherwise he's not going to. He's 30 feet. I mean, I was in 30 feet for my animal friendship, so. Mm-hmm. Let's say he throws, he gets two attacks, so, because mm-hmm. that first one definitely didn't hit. <laughs> Come on, Hanky boy, I believe in you. <laughs> there we go. The second one strikes the target. And let's see, it's going to do... 2d6 plus 6 damage. <laughs> That's a 6. A whopping 6. Plus 6. Okay, so he does... The the trident goes soaring through the water. Cuts through it like a hot knife through butter since we love that metaphor. Mm-hmm. And it strikes the beast in the tail. Uh, the beast lets out this like ear-shattering like like almost like a supersonic... Yeah, like it's just like a weird shriek that like still pierces the water. Yeah. And blood starts to pour out of its tail. Um, oh, I know what comes next after this. Okay. All right. <laughs> Freely, it is your turn. Is it, is, are the three of them close enough for me to lay in fairy fire on all three of them? I, they have to Two be, of them are. They have to be within 20 feet of each other. 
uh, to uh, the one that you tried to talk to and the one that attacked you are the third one that was like in the back trying to like help round up is about uh, 40 feet away from you. It's one movement's distance away. So I'm going to drop fairy fire, which technically should light up all the fish too. <laughs> oh. so, uh, the ocean should explode with, yeah, with color. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to drop. So they are, we have advantage on attacks against those two. And don't they have to make a save for it? I think a dex. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, dex. They need to beat dex uh, 13. 13. Mm -hmm. One of them makes it, the one that has the trident in its tail does not. Excellent. Mm. Okay. Um, groovy. And that's I'm going to uh, look at Averin and I'm going to be like, You got this, I know you do. And I'm hitting Averin with bardic inspiration. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, god. So to be clear, the I'd used my reaction before it was my turn, but I've still used my reaction for this round, right? Yeah. Because yes. well, that in, in yeah. shield is till the start of your next turn, but I did it before me. So is my next turn now or the next turn? I think it would fall off now because this would be your next turn. Okay. Yeah, because you did it on the beast's turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think. I think it would be, I think it would fall off now since it is your turn. Okay. Um, right. Callie. Okay. Am I within 60 feet of the one that is fairy fired? Yes. Awesome. Uh, blue shimmering... You're actually within 30 feet of it. Perfect. Blue shimmering blade appears in my hand and I'm going to attack with advantage. Okay. Which makes me super happy because. Uh... Are you doing a melee attack? No, 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 I'm staying at range, but because he is very fired, I get advantage, which is how I get my sneak attack. Ah, uh, uh, okay. 18 to hit. I know how this works, Kelly. Mm-hmm. Um, it, that hits. Okay. So, two more for my sneak. Ugh. Ugh. Awful sneak attack damage. Uh, so that's 12 damage, uh, 12 psychic damage. Okay. And then I will attack the same one again with my bonus action. Uh, is a 15 hit? Yes. Awesome. That is going to be nine psychic damage. So okay. two blades. And, Perfect. Uh, I will I will swim a little bit away. I, 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 as long as I can be within 60 feet of this creature, I'm happy. I mm-hmm. know how fast they move, and I know that that's, this is probably not going to work out well, but I will back away a little bit. Okay. And that's Perfect. it. All right. And then it is Averin's turn. I'm going to shoot the big one. Oh, the one that's like uh, right up in Freely's face. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna shoot right in the face. Uh, it is. That's the. That is the one that is fairy fired. Correct. The one how, we've been wailing on is the one. That's how far fired. away is it? The one that. So there was one that you were talking to. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, that's a that's a big chonky boy. Mm-hmm. That one is not fairy fired. The one right. that came over its shoulder and attacked you, and then kind of like is coming back around for another pass. That one is fairy fired, and that's also the one that has the trident stuck in, stuck out of its tail. <laughs> Dang I'm it. gonna I'm gonna hit the big boy um, with okay. thorn whip, and I don't know how this is gonna work because it either draws it ten feet towards me or the opposite. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, ill-advised, but I'm doing it. Um, okay. I rolled a one, oh. and I'm adding bardic inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. The one does not hit, unfortunately. <laughs> Yeah, the thorn whip sails wide. And as it like kind of the water kind of throws off your calculations. You're not used to using this underwater. No. So it doesn't quite meet its mark. 
And by the time it gets there, a lot of it's like sort of virility just kind of is not there. It doesn't have much of a integrity was what I was it's trying to tired. say. It's just tired. Okay? Oh, gosh. No. Why do I? I swear to just- I speak three languages and I'm the worst at English. I swear. <laughs> Listen, I only have to focus on one language and I still suck at it. So it's fine. <laughs> it just doesn't have the force. It the, the, the virility uh, of my thorn hit. whip just isn't there. It it's, it's just, just no, it's, it's all right. It's go. all right, Avery. It happens one, to a lot one of out five. Uh, <laughs> all right. Next turn. <laughs> moving yep. along. Moving yep. along. What's, what's the name of these monsters again? These creatures? Um, Callie has identified them as Plesiosaurus. And uh, Yo. the big chonky one that's in the back, or it's not the big chonky one, but the one that's behind it, it is its turn to move. It sees the thorn whip come out and crack and it moves towards that sort of like movement in the water because Callie and, uh, well, Merritt is, is invisible and Callie is like kind of like so obscure in the back. It moves towards this disturbance in the water when it sees the vine whip come out and it can move 40 feet. So it gets to you pretty quickly. And then makes an attack. Um, does a dirty 20 hit? Mm. Averin? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> super, super lot. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, you're fine. I was just paralyzed. Yeah. And it deals 13 piercing damage. Okay. And as it does this, Averin, you feel your armor start to like crack and crunch. And something that you didn't anticipate happening happens. Like a piece of your armor cracks just completely through and, and a plate falls off. No. It is almost like with a supernatural strength that this thing like chomps down on you and its teeth come down in such force that it feels like your armor starting to crumple like a tin can. They're not normal. They're not normal. This is not normal. Something's very, very wrong. Everyone run. I don't know if we can outrun these beasts. No, I think ran it, buddy. Okay. And as you say this, it is Sophia's turn. David and I think they might outrun us. And she's going to aim for the one that has fire, fairy fire uh, with a trident stuck in its back. And okay. uh, Sophia cups her hands together. And you see a crackling of green light implode on itself. And hear whoosh mm-hmm. as a green bolt launches forth. She is going to cast Ray of Sickness. Okay. And which, so you're going for the one with the fairy fire? Correct. And I have to roll to hit. So I okay. rolled a 17. That hits. And then the damage is six. Okay. So yeah, you see the ray of sickness like sear this creature's flesh and you see some of its scales start to slough off in the water. It's disgusting. <laughs> and then she's going to like is... put her mask up to shield her yeah. nose. <laughs> <laughs> And then it is Chonky Boy's turn. Chonky Boy rears up and then takes a a chomp at you freely. <laughs> Try not to laugh. Uh, and we rolled a 15. Boy. That is not enough. Oh, come on. Yeah. Man. Come on. Don't be like that, boy. Come you on. You dodge out of the way. <laughs> He's kind of a little bit bigger. The side of his belly like pushes you almost a little bit away as he like kind of fails his, his attack and, and, and uh, is still within your range. He kind of stays around you. Mm-hmm. Um, jowls flabbering uh, ominously. Oh. And then it is uh, Fairy Fire Boy's turn. It reels around in the direction of where the trident came from. And I'm going to see 
if it sees you, Callie. Mm. Oof, it's very perceptive. So it kind of like comes to this conclusion that you were the one that threw the trident and it lunges towards you very quickly. Oh, um, dear. However, Hank is kind of standing in front of you. So I'm going to I'm going to see what happens here. So I rolled a 17 plus 6, 23. Oh, yeah. And I'm just going to roll. Uh, I, I hate the hate to be that guy because I truly hate this rule. But if uh-huh. it has to go past me to get to her, do I get an attack of opportunity? Yes, you do. Yes, a hundred percent. You say that every time. You're like, I hate this. I hate this. And you I, grin I when it. you do it. Are but you I sure? don't. I didn't make it that way. I'm just. It's. It's just. It is this way. That's all. Let's see. Sorry. Please continue. I will roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, does a fifteen hit? A fifteen does hit. Hey, appreciate it. It's like, I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, and you thrust out your knife and as it swims past the knife, cuts 11, into its side. 11 points. 11 points of damage. Blood comes streaming out of its side. It looks like it's struggling now. And as it reaches towards you, almost in an act of desperation, it bites out at you, Callie. And you, you don't see, like you see it stop short and then you see blood splurt. And fill the water around you. Um, Hank, are you okay? You hear Hank, like, his voice come back to you, and it's very quiet, and it's just this, ow! (laughs) And that's it. And then it is Hank's turn. Hank, you suddenly see, like, uh, uh, you feel, like, the wake in the water as he very powerfully maneuvers away from you. You see the trident come out of the tail, as, and you realize, like, he's moved around to the back. And as this happens... You see the trident come down onto the creature of the beast and he pins it strongly down onto the coral below. And the beast is now in its death whales as it like does this. It's pinned to the rocky coral below with this trident. And it's like trying desperately to lunge at you, Callie. And that is where we'll call it for today's session. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Hank, no. I mean, Hank, yay, but also Hank, no. <laughs> Thank you so much for playing with me today. I actually completely lost track of the time. So, <laughs> no, that's, that's because that's we're having good. so much fun. Yeah. Let's, uh, can that's I a good out? sign. Yeah. I want to be a monster and give one more legendary bundle away. Let's just say a 20 was rolled. <laughs> yay. There was lots of dirty 20s. That is true. That there is true. was. Yeah. The, I had a the, nice little run there for a while. Dirty 20. Yeah. The dice were not kind to me today. They were very kind to me. There's a couple of those rolls that that were uh, very nice, and then it went downhill very quickly. <laughs> My only nat 20 has been for a wisdom saving throw, and that makes me so sad. <laughs> I mean, it's like again, never for anything the- fun, but... <laughs> I know. Better I that know. than the attack roll. It's fine. I was about to yeah. say, without like, that... Oh, yeah, I rolled a 20, but I'm killing my players. Oh, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my god. The curse of the DM though, right? Yep. Yes. Just just getting the weed from the musician. <gasps> that was <laughs> you were all so ready not to just play with this guy. Like I was super just surprised and you're like, no, nope, you looked nope, excited. Not even- the musician in you was like, yes, 100 percent Let me take out my oboe. We should definitely perform. The musician yeah. in me because was kind of excited. Kelly has zero performance ability. Her charisma is a negative one, but she can do the handpan thing. And she, she was like, well, this is great. He sucks. I suck. It won't matter. Like, she thought this is totally easy. And the two of you were like, no, nope, we're going to. 
I wanted Mess to play this with guy these, up. these aquatic chunky boys. That's who I wanted to play with. Like, I know. <laughs> I, I planned on singing with him and then killing him like a true romantic tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> so that he could have something to, like to the, write about. Yeah, the opposite of Moulin yeah. Rouge. And it's just mm-hmm. then you stab mm-hmm. you and McGregor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The end. The, you cough in his face and he catches the disease. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Tobias Barden is annoying. <laughs> but come what may, we will um, take care of him. We will take care of him. Yeah. She that sounds ominous. The Maharaja. Didn't we do this before? Maharaja. This is like the second time we've done this. Mm-hmm. We really we, just need to have a Moulin Rouge night. Really, we just need yeah. to find a Maharaja somewhere in this land. That's what needs to happen now. <laughs> Erica can marry the Maharaja. <laughs> <laughs> I am excited so much just... for joining me. This was such a good session. What are you excited for? I was so excited to see all of his all of his loots. I want to now like see this guy every single day and have oh, him God. have like. I will oh, kill this guitar I center. This is his Stratocaster. This yeah. is his Fender. Just, yeah, this, this guy is, lives in Portland. He yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. has 13 loot. I mean, he you know has I mean? a Y-shaped loot. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and he's terrible at playing all of them because nope. when I lived in the university district, uh, that's that's what it was. There's, yeah, no, you know, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people that I, have lots of guitars and inexplicably can't play any of them. And they won't play at every party that you're at. I will drop a warlock so now hard. Now here's Wonderwall. <laughs> Listen, oh. I went to college for music, and I know these people too. <laughs> hey, uh, you guys like Dave Matthews? No, How dare you. shut yeah. up. <laughs> How dare None you? None of us like Wonder Dave Wall. Matthews in Seattle. <laughs> we don't like you, Dave Matthews. <laughs> True, Dave Matthews oh. knows what he well, did. Well, now we're never gonna be sponsored by Dave. <laughs> we're never gonna be sponsored by Dave. Wow. Matthews. I'm going to take my blues harp and go away. Good. I don't want want You know, I'd make fun of one of his songs, but I can't even think of one. Dirty, mumbly, (laughs) blues. Money, I don't want it. No, keep it. Keep it. We would rather go broke, Dave Matthews. (laughs) Keep your billions of dollars, Dave Matthews. We don't want your blood money. He's probably watching this right now. He's like a huge D&D fan. He's like, like crying. With a handful of hundreds. Dave Matthews, here we go. I'm going to say this, Dave Matthews, if you're watching this right now and you're sad, I will still play D&D with you. Same. I mean, I will. Just the rocks can fall on him and his character can die. I'm not going to. I will I will play D D with you, Dave Matthews. I won't there. I won't do it. I won't do it, Dave. Clip nope. clip that, show that to him. I will run D D for you. It'll be this, great. This, <laughs> nope. I'm I'm all Mr. Inclusivity. There's room at the table for you. Apparently we're missing at least one seed for Dave freaking Matthews. Nope. <laughs> nope. Sometimes the room's too full. There's a seat for everyone except True. Dave Matthews. <laughs> I'm also amused by the fact that you went out of your way to turn this guy into a a, a Beat poet, and I am yeah. excited I, for the results. He's gonna do spoken word now. He's in yeah. Spoken. I don't know that if we did a, the university service, it was it was. I don't know. You know, if you, I hit the I, wooden parts of my chest, then it sounds like bongos. I, I would just like to say, do not forget, I am still a warlock. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for playing with me today. <laughs> much for watching i feel like jazz is like i'm ending this now before they fight with each other oh yeah yeah it's gonna get out of hand
Thank you so much for for coming and watching our ridiculousness every Tuesday. I love running this group. We will see you next week. Uh, let's uh, go around real quick and tell everybody who you are and what you're doing this week. Lauren, take it away. Hi, I'm Lauren Urban. Uh, I'm the community manager for D&D Beyond. I'm playing on a game tomorrow called Beyond Heroes and where I am a cleric and I don't try to just stab people. I'm also playing in a charity game this weekend with Scraticus Academy. They're doing a 24-hour stream for Games for Love where you can donate to an excellent charity and watch a bunch of us play some awesome games. I'm on the 3 a.m. Eastern Standard Time game. Just go check out Scraticus Academy. They've got the whole schedule there. It's a bunch of awesome people and I'm honored to be with them. Thank you. Yay. Megan. Hello, Megan Kenrick. You can find me on Twitter and Twitch at Megan Kenrick. And I will also be joining the wonderful Scraticus Academy for the 24 hour charity stream, uh, where I'll be playing alongside B Dave, who I believe will be DMing for us, Chantel B, Kevin McLeod, and Scraticus themselves. Uh, I'll also be making a guest appearance on D4 Sunday show at 7 p.m. Eastern. I'm so excited to be playing with so many wonderful people this weekend. I'm kind of fangirling. I've actually lost sleep, like trying to think of what my character is going to do in both of these games this weekend. Awesome. Nice. Todd. Uh, I'm Todd Kenrick. I am trying to make a D&D cinematic universe and that madness is happening right now. Um, that's all I got. B Dave. Uh, B. Dave Walters, I say words about things. I'm somewhere seven days a week. I theoretically am in two games for Scraticus. I'm in the game with Mercer on Friday and DM in the game on Saturday. However, due to some variables I cannot admit yet, and quite frankly, don't even know, I might still be tied up with D&D Live during those times. So you're going to find out about the time I find out whether or not I'm doing those things. Uh, Fair but enough. I will be D&D Living and also... I think for this week, I took I took off everything else to do D&D Live and this. So uh, at B-Day Walters. And yes, participate in the uh, RPG Live uh, aspect that we're doing of it. It's a whole Instagram crossover ARG that you get to vote. Figure out which one of us is an evil cultist. Who will be found not guilty? Who will win our various trials? Our fate is literally in your hands, dear viewers. So uh, come check it out. D&D Live this weekend. Well, Thursday. That's kind of the weekend somewhere, right? Close Starting enough. Thursday. It's a long weekend. <laughs> Everything yeah. after Wednesday is weekend. Yeah, Yeah, true. <clears throat> and uh, I'm that bronze girl, your DM for this campaign. I stream almost every single day on twitch.tv at that bronze girl. I normally post kind of funny things on Twitter. Lately, I've been posting more serious things. Um, yeah, I'm on the upswing. I'm back. I had to take a little bit of a break. And I also got locked out of my account for a DMCA. Celine Dion, I expected better. Uh, but I'm back. And so <laughs> wow, Dave Matthews and Celine Dion are on blast. Yeah, Celine Dion, Dion you also don't everyone. get a seat at our table. <laughs> okay. It was 15 seconds of all by myself. It was a sad video because I was all by myself and you just had to do it, you know? With your oh. Canadians. This is why we, we need to, we do need to build a wall, but not on the southern border, on the northern Wrong. border. Yeah. About the wildlings. Oh, I thought it would have been like out of ashes. It should be an ice wall. It should wow. be an ice wall, just like in in the freaking Song of Ice and Fire. Just, I will get a beaver I, cloak and keep watch myself. Just I feel like maple syrup, Canadian bacon wall. I'm gonna go talk yeah. to my husband and give him a hug after this. My we Canadian gotta keep him tall. Celine Dion has proven. Celine Dion in in only a language that you can understand. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Good night. I can't top that. <laughs> <laughs>
Silver and Steel features Jasmine Bueller as Dungeon Master, with players B. Dave Walters, Megan Kenrick, Todd Kenrick, and Lauren Urban. This podcast is pulled from our live stream, which airs on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash dndbeyond. It's produced by William Box in association with D&D Beyond. Find out more at dndbeyond.com.